0: Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for some laughs, are you? This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck
1: am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can
2: you dig it?
0: Hey there, everybody. Here we go again. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost coming to you like we do every single week from the XM Studios in Toronto. This is the week of October 25th. Uh, Beside me is uh, Christina Walkinshaw, and uh, the host of the show every week is Darren Frost. How are you, Darren?
1: I am doing well. Uh, Just did a week in the downtown Toronto, headlining the Super Club, my uh, every two-year job that I try to pull off each time, and uh, (laughs) you were there on Sunday night days, and it was was a little bit of an anticlimactic end to the week, but overall, it was good.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to ask you, what else did you hate about the weekend?
1: Well, you know, Friday Late Show was probably the worst show in 20 years. 20 years? 20 years, yeah. Uh
2: Okay. Why? Yeah,
1: They were were drunk, and... And, you know, uh, they had to kick people out and they were uh, fucking assholes to everyone, not just me at the end. It was everyone on the show. They Mm -hmm. were brutal to the staff did their job. But sometimes you just get 150 people that are all fucking drunk.
3: See, my headline week, actually Friday, Late Show was my favorite, but I get along very well with drunk people, right. um, probably because I belong to their team. But You wouldn't um, have gotten along
1: with these people. No, really. But no. you know
3: what's interesting? Do you read Born Standing Up by no. Steve Martin? No. Oh, oh yeah, of course. But, yeah,
1: I read that. Yeah, so yeah, So there's yes.
3: like a line in the book. It starts off a chapter and he goes, I'll do stand up any place, any time for any amount of money, but I always hate the Late Show yes. Friday. Yeah, yeah, I remember Yeah. That. yeah. It's like, it's yeah, true. I know it's that is the to hardest be, crowd. Everybody's tired. It's a, a, shitty, a shitty
1: show, but normally, like, but this was even far beyond. I mean, even Aaron Berg, who's been on the show, who said it's the worst thing he's, say, he's seen in 15 years. Yeah, he rarely, oh, wow.
0: admits, he rarely admits to bombing or yeah. not having a good show. And he even told me, wow, that was a really bad show that I had. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got to do a, uh, I'm not bragging, I got to do a bar gig on uh, Saturday Whoa. night. Whoa. And uh, let me just say for the record, uh, any white chick that gets up on stage and and brags about the fact that they love bl- black cock is right. uh, not edgy. No, you're not breaking any new ground. No. It's great, and you're not going to shock audiences no. anymore. Uh, just you know, put it away. Eventually,
1: it's going to lead to some hack reference to how big it is. Yeah, <laughs> just just, uh, just
0: uh, yep. have massive. Your, uh, have your bla- <laughs> have your black cock, and uh, and then just just write some other cliche. You know what? I'd almost like to see a chick that says that she's not racist, but she does not want to go out with black guys. That would right. almost be more alternative. Alternative to me, right, like a comedian that does like does all these like pro God jokes, that would be yeah. <laughs> more genuinely alternative. Uh-huh. Or someone like a comic that says he doesn't like Ricky Gervais or the he likes The American Office more. To me, right. that would be more alternative right. and more brave, but. Fuck, it was like a one black chick, uh, no, one uh, white chick that does, that loves black cock. Is, uh, we do not need yeah. that more.
3: Um, I played Mississauga, Yuck Yucks, this weekend, and I think something happened to me on Saturday night that probably didn't happen to either one of you guys this weekend. Well, how do you know? <laughs> Go ahead. Because I got hit on by a woman. <laughs> That's did where that you're going you? with that.
1: That was the big. Oh, uh, I don't get well, hit I'm on. Just saying, you Is that get, what you're saying? Did you get hit
3: on by a woman? Uh, what you
1: don't think the angry troll uh, this tickles weekend, some weekend, You just
3: told me how you bombed on your Friday night show. Did you get hit on by a woman this weekend? Yes. What, okay. No, Okay. All right. No when,
1: Can I? Can we oh, get more yeah, details? Dave, on that? Dave.
3: What's your answer? Did you get hit on by a woman after your show any, uh, this weekend?
0: Like figuratively hit on or literally <laughs> like, hit on?
3: Literally, like she bought you drinks. She took oh, you oh, out. No, not
0: that far. No, Okay, no, no. That does not happen to me.
3: No. I thought
1: you meant like a close. Did you guys go back to your house and just you know? To Sarah McLaughlin no, records and hold each offered, other.
3: She was like, if you get too drunk and can't make it back to, sorry, why am I making her sound like yeah. drunk Joan Rivers? Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, no, she was can like, Can we fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, she hit on me. She was like, After the show, I was hoping she was coming up to me to buy merchandise, but sadly that wasn't the case. Right? She's like, What are you doing after the show? I just, uh, I really like, you know, you're so funny and you seem really nice. I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian, but can I, like, uh, I can take you out for a few drinks? So and I you said,
1: "Well, how many of my Twitter books are you going to buy?" Is that what you well, said?
3: Well, no, but I was like, I'm really bad at turning down free drinks, right. so I went. It's
1: <laughs> I rude. Guess. It's
0: rude
3: to do yeah. that. You
1: shouldn't do that. What was that? Don't it's turn rude. down free it's rude drinks. Rude to turn down, no, free you drinks. take
3: them. I, I don't want to see ungrateful. You whore it up. For... Whore
1: it up. Yeah. And then
3: she was like, "Maybe we should have some shots." And then I'm like, "Well, I don't like." She's like, "What kind of shots do you like?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't like anything like too hardcore." <laughs> to the she's head. like, "Me too." And then I was like, and at the same time, like she said, "Polar bear," and I said, Jaeger because I think Jaeger's easy, but that's how far I am in my drinking uh, career. Anyway, so then she buys us all these polar bears and keeps getting me drunk and she's getting nervous and then she's like, just keeps on saying things like, I don't know if this is, the experience you guys have had with women hitting on you but she kept on reiterating like i swear i'm not crazy i'm not crazy <laughs> wait wait wait
1: you think dave's never heard that
3: before <laughs> No, i usually get i
0: usually get i am crazy and i'm like oh <laughs>
1: fucking right
3: oh
2: my let's
0: God. do
3: this. and then i had this epiphany where i'm like am i getting a taste of my own medicine is this mm-hmm. how i hit on guys like don't like oh it's okay if you get drunk it's at my house i'm not crazy i'm not crazy do you want another polar bear shot like is that do I do that? I hope not. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I have, haven't hit I on a haven't, guy.
1: I've tried a long to hit time. on you with booze.
3: I know. <laughs> That's what we're gonna have to do. I guess. I'm happily single, so I, like never hit on people because I'm too fucking lazy to do anything with anyone. But well, uh, if, if anyone's it was very interesting.
1: Just takes three drinks. It sounds like <laughs> I, got,
0: I got to. Uh, I actually changed my relationship status this
1: weekend.
3: Uh, we noticed. And uh, I didn't.
0: I, and I Political. lost. I lost three Facebook friends. And um, <laughs> oh, three
3: and, uh, fat white girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh Ralph. Well,
0: the uh, and. Um, I also... Who uh, went over to suck black cock, right? (laughs) That's the cliche. They they, they crossed over to the dark side. And then, uh, what was it? And then, uh, uh, remember uh, Stephanie from uh, uh, Indiana? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then she left a happy, a uh, sad face... And a uh, another face with just the straight line. Your fan. Your super yeah. fan so is super upset. super
3: fan. My, are we going to well, actually get her on the phone we line? Were right? going, I I do, I we remember, were going to.
0: Remember, Yeah, was, we were talking I, I about would, it. it would I would still good. try to get her on to do like a movie review or something like right.
1: that. Right. And, and only send her to like relationship type movies just to fucking piss her off. She was going to be to this
3: show, what Gladys is to Ellen, remember? We were going to get her yeah. to come on the show, do a yep. little... Piece for us. I think she
0: well, she likes the horror movies. That's, yeah. that's her thing. Right. That's so, cool.
3: I don't
1: know. I do the voice. a new paranoia. How she's just upset.
0: Hey, what are you? What are you doing? And there was the one time, well, of course, the one time that I, uh, she called me and I asked, So what are you up to? Um, I'm eating fish and watching iCarly. Right. The, I asked her if, which, the, uh, you know, you She can't de- defriended you Fuck No no she didn't actually Defriend me There was three Two three other uh, Oh I thought you were Insinuating de- she Oh so no, she's she still your not. friend No well she's still my friend But she oh, right, left the, uh, She's on she the left show sure uh, She's left the Sad face icon Beside oh. Uh, oh, no. uh, 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 Under the uh, I, I am now in a relationship so. No
3: hopefully this week's iCarly is really good To cheer her up <laughs> <laughs>
0: She told me that She's not upset That iCarly's in this Last season But She's uh, moving on oh. The only reason I know that Is because I read it on a bus Right <laughs> so, but.
1: Well, this is a, a big news story uh, that's been talked about uh, extensively through Canada. I'm pretty sure throughout North America this story is that big. is about the girl that was, uh, she was a teenager, and uh, she was bullied extensively, and then she committed suicide, and now all over you know, Facebook and the web, people are talking about bullying and how it's a terrible epidemic, and she was bullied to death, and then there's been these comics have been talking about how, you know, you shouldn't make fun of that that topic and, and that kind of thing. And make fun of bullying? Make, well, make fun of the actual event that, uh, in actual regards event. to this girl, this exact news story. And we all know where I stand on that. You make fun of whatever the fuck you want, whenever you want. But there are comics that feel that it's, you know, you know it's too yeah, much. But,
0: but even you draw the line when you are making fun of an individual as opposed to making fun of a group of people.
1: No, no, that's not that, true. Well, okay. You generally. Just, you justify
0: the things that you've said before. Yes. Saying
1: that, yes, but when I'm in... as
0: opposed to one retard, as opposed to all the retards right, you will make fun of.
1: No, but what, 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 just in reference to that, how I roll about it is that it can be an individual I'm making fun of in the topic because right. the story's about an individual. Okay, but I generally don't make fun of the victim. It's either the media that says something sure. or something around the issue. That's how I get around it because I'm like, where do you go with just making fun of the victim? It better be really fucking, de- you know, cutting, funny, and uh, you know, making a point to justify that, you know, in my book. But I'm not saying someone else couldn't pull it off just for the way I work. But I find it very strange that comics are... You're, for me, you're either all in or you're all out. Have you guys
3: heard people making fun of this? On oh, stage? yeah, sure. I haven't well, heard heard Not on stage, not on
1: stage, but on the internet. Because it, it, then it lends itself to this story about the guy in B.C. who, <laughs> I think it's B.C., he put on Facebook, I'm glad the bitch is dead. Oh, well, that's right. not even funny. Okay, but wait, okay. and he, that's what he put. Whether he thinks that's funny or not... A girl went on his Facebook account, found out who his employer was through his status information, called the employer, which was a big and tall men's store, and they fired him because of that posting. Now, I don't think that's right. I don't think a company owns you 24-7 that they can fire you. If you have some kind of bad work history and they can prove it that they were going to fire you anyways, maybe. But even then, it's like, I don't think a guy should be fired for something as an opinion that he wants to state.
0: Yeah, but I think it's the employer's right if they want to do... That. Yeah, because you're uh, still
3: representing their co- their company, right? So if, if they, they don't want that guy endorsing, you know, bullying, if they don't want that guy working for their company, I understand that. But that, that guy's 100%. not wearing
0: a t-shirt around that says that I was the one that said, I, I'm glad that bitch is dead. He's not wearing a t-shirt that says That's that. That's right. But, it, but also it's it's the company's uh, choice if they want to keep this guy on as an employee but or not. But you don't think
1: this is a slippery slope? Then so say Chick-fil-A finds out someone's gay and they fire him because they're gay? Uh, we're, we're talking a very slippery slope there. Well, but they
0: fired well, this guy for his opinions, not because of like who he was. See, well, the bullies
3: back in our days were so lucky because they had to do everything to our face. Like right. they never had the internet right. to bully. So if you were bullied back in the '80s and you wanted to bully me, you had to like do it right to my face, or like or you, you know just wrote on a ruin wall the double dutch skipping jumping thing yeah. I was yeah. in the middle of. I know, you hope the bullying like, didn't
1: start till you had to three.
3: phone mm-hmm. and like exactly.
1: <laughs> I could, like I... phone
3: my house. Not that I got bullied a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've been very lucky. I think growing up, I personally never bullied anybody, and I might no, have been you probably shy. Did. I know. I, I was, Every I person was, has
1: been a bully at some point. I, I in their never life. hit
3: my stride of confidence till maybe grade eight. I think it was quite quiet and shy right. before that. So nobody right. picked on me. I watched people get picked on. Right, and, you didn't and do I anything. knew it was wrong.
1: Did you
0: do? Did no. you do anything to stop it?
3: Well, I would always be nice to those people, but right. I wouldn't like. I, I mean, I never had the balls to stand up for them, but I always be nice to them. Yeah. And then I remember standing up for one girl one time. And then I felt really awkward about it. And then somebody else, one of the snotty girls, went to me. She's like, well, Christina, nobody's going to make fun of you. You're really nice. But she sucks. Or no, whatever she no. said. I, but it was like, yeah. But I, I don't know. I
1: just I think it's a slippery slope. I think that they don't own you 24-7. And if it's something they put on out on their own, it's their opinion. And it doesn't affect their job or ability to do their job. I think it's bullshit. And I think it's, it's too far. But this has been going on no. for
3: years in the States. Because the States is way more Twitter savvy than Canada is. Sure. And like I've seen tons of people lose their jobs off. off off, like tweeting about a bad tip or like whatever company's just like nope bam because it's yeah, you know, but 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 then that's so, sort of like saying that
0: that guy, no one should be allowed to give any comments back to that guy, and he should be just allowed to write that I'm glad that bitch is dead. So it, it's, no, you're it's, but not but I, you as a on consumer, no, no, he, no, you he, can no, comment no, no, on he, it. He's allowed to like say whatever he wants to right. say, but then he, he should also accept the fact that he that other people are going to read that and judge him and do whatever they they yeah. uh, they want as far as commenting goes. Well, yeah. And if someone else from that company. Uh, saw that comment uh, then they could be like well I don't want this asshole working at my place or
3: if all the potential customers heard that guy say that mm-hmm. comment why would they go shop at that store I wouldn't but that's, but an, that's an employee first of all
1: what you're talking there is you're losing is, business for no, sure no you're assuming they are it did yeah. not happen they fired him it's the him. internet everybody's they listening fired to fired him it before, <laughs> they fired him before there was any kind of fallout from it they didn't even check it to see it's like there's no difference between that guy who uh, punched a girl on the bus uh, a month and a half ago Out of the states, that the viral video of the girl on the bus, she punched the driver. He driver got up and punched her back. He's now been on probation and he may lose his job. Twenty five years, he never had a problem at his job, never written up, and then he gets assaulted and he hits someone back, and now he loses his job. He did not have the right to hit her. Don't get me wrong, but she did assault him first. I I don't think. Well,
3: it's
1: a slippery slope of where is that line? Like I said, I think it's the same situation. If you're gay and you work for Chick Fil A and they go, you're gay. We saw on your Facebook wall, you have photos of you being at Gay Pride, and we're going to fire you because that doesn't match in line with what we want to do, and people won't come here because they won't eat chicken because they don't fucking believe in gay. Yeah, do but, 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 but the nope. guy in
3: BC was like, good, somebody deserved to die. And who says that about a but teenage no, but, girl? Now,
1: but now you're talking subjective. What you think is funny in other people's is funny. Oh, I
3: didn't say it was funny. I'm just saying I understand no, why I'm that place fired
1: him. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, I, don't want, that, I
3: wouldn't want him representing my company. He may company thought and that was funny, better, but...
1: and that's now you're talking subjective. Also, oh, was it a joke what he wrote. Well, well I don't know.
0: And, it and, seemed in, like In his opinions, is a joke and, and he has the right to, to write that down. If it's a but, joke, but, then but, but, he can then stand he up for But then he also has to accept but... all the repercussions uh, of, of writing that and what that comment's going to say. And if losing your job is one of those repercussions, then then fuck you. You should have known better than to write that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm like I, I feel terrible for this girl that, you know, she committed suicide. Of course. Of course. And sadly uh, she was going to grow up to be pretty good looking too. If you saw those photos she was going to grow up well, to be good looking. That's what I was thinking when I saw it. because yeah. good looking people fuck, are happier. They chick, got they got an chick, easy fucking rock. road in life.
3: Can no, I change I the wanna, topic? I wanna, Can I change the topic? I don't want to
0: fuck anybody, but it's sort of like if you know that you're going to grow up and be good looking, then life is going to be a lot better for you than if you're like you know, uh, the oh I see acne ridden. She was ac- going to be. I see what your point is. Oh, I, okay. She was going to be I hot, and hot girls got it a lot better than. You know, Dave. I know you like kind. hot
3: women. I gotta say, is that a hickey on your neck? Because uh, there's something going on there.
2: Where, right there. I
3: don't know. It Just distracted me. And I know we're having an intense I conversation. I cut myself right shaving at... every morning sure, on purpose. Sure, sure. It makes okay. me feel alive. All right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Really, it's like in a circular formation. <laughs> I though. just think we're
1: we're, we're we're getting into. Fucking I changed my relationship. 1984. Status. You did change
3: your relationship status. That's true. 1984. So I guess that makes sense.
1: I just I mm-hmm. think it's the thought police. 1984, and it goes too far. Well, but you shouldn't write anything down if you're not gonna accept. That's like, oh, I'm gonna be accountable for everything you'd say. I think. It's apples yeah. and oranges. One is your personal opinion, and the other is the job that you do right. and you work at. It's, you've done your job to your best ability, and you have, do a good job. Right. Saying one thing on the internet, you lose your job, I think that's horseshit. Yeah, well, but you, nobody's
3: going you... to go shopping that store after he said that, if yeah, they yeah. all hear that. How do you know that? I'm you just don't saying, know that. Well, He's going to get oh, a lineup okay. of other people. Oh, we who love saying? that. We love that store. You know, when the, the, the one with the guy who works there loves the girl that committed suicide. We want to shop there.
1: If, if they didn't fire him. And him saying this statement it wouldn't have become a news story, and it wouldn't have then perpetuated itself, they furthered it by firing him. That's, they also had a that. hand in that. Yeah. So that bullshit of, we're gonna have picketers and all this, is horseshit because it never would have fucking happened. They perpetuated that and made it a news story by firing him. But that, so they own that bullshit just as much as he does by making that statement because they assumed shit was gonna happen before it happened, and by doing that, it did happen. Yeah,
0: but that guy should not assume that no shit is gonna happen by Him writing that one statement. I'm
1: not saying he's not guilty in some way of making a bad statement. I'm saying by firing him the way they did, I don't agree with. Well, you
0: you cannot agree with it. But if that was my store and that guy was one of my employees and he wrote that, I'm going to fire him too. Right. Just because the guy's a fucking dickhead.
3: Right. And not funny. Okay. All right, so I guess we're done talking about Dave or... Siki. <laughs> yeah, we're done talking oh, about okay. yeah, talk Dave. Uh, we don't have a though. lot of
1: time. we got to uh, cut to a break. We've we got to go. Ta- we have Rob Mayhew we here. Have, we do have a guest, and we're going to talk about him in Mike a second. I'm but excited. I want to just mention this uh, uh, a good friend of XM Radio, uh, Mike Bullard, was uh, in an accident on the weekend, a serious accident where he was driving his motorcycle and he was almost run over. Well, he actually was run over by a Hummer, according to the story in the newspaper. But luckily, he kind of knew what he was doing. <laughs> I don't know if he's thought about being run over before, but he uh, aimed for the tire, and uh, the story's weird. Like he fell under the under the Hummer. No, he
0: scurried underneath the Hummer right. because he was worried about another oncoming car hitting him. Right, so but he grabbed wow. onto the
1: transmission so he didn't fall through the other side and get oh run my over. God. Yeah. And uh, it was a pretty oh. horrifying thing. That's so like we, De
0: Niro in Cape Fear. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. So we just you know wish him a speedy recovery, and uh, I know that you know he has a lot of fans on XM. So well, I uh,
0: I read the article, and the police did say that he was very very lucky, and right. I thought. When I, when I read that line about being lucky, I was like, oh, my God, did you see his show on CTV? I was pretty lucky for him to stay on that many years. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. By I, saying he's, that, he's, 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 you get, if you get nice fired,
1: are you ready to be oh, right, fired for Dave's that fired right sure. are, you, so are you being ready to be fired for that sure. statement, Dave? Yes, I'm prepared. Yeah. For, I, freedom of speech unless exactly. your job's on it. No, no, no. no, your job's no on I, it. I, I, what's right, my, what's we're my policy? We're running
0: out of time. What's my policy? I'm going to talk shit about everybody until someone comes up to me and says, hey, I heard you talking shit
1: about me on the radio.
3: And Mike's still alive.
1: Yeah, that's the point. That's the difference. Yeah, Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that's why we don't make fun of other people who die.
0: (laughs) Just rolling out of the gutter? No way. Us too. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey there, this is Mike Wilmot. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio's laugh attack wipe off your face we're back this is anything goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin
1: All right, we're back from the break and uh, got quite heated there in the first segment, but joining us now in the studio, uh, a rainbow, and we're going to have a nice little chat. Rob Mayhew is here with us. How are you doing, yeah, Rob? Yeah, Rob, how hey, are you? What's ya?
0: up? I'm good. Yeah, Not the everybody. traditional Pride Week rainbow, but- No, uh, no, no,
1: a rainbow of, 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 of nice. Of joyousness. Uh, yes. Uh, and during the break, we were talking about, well, uh, Christina, I'll throw to you, what were you talking about?
3: Okay, so uh, yesterday, I got, um, I got a- I got a wax. I got a Brazilian wax. It's only the third time in my life I've ever done this. Okay. And I'm 33. So that's not good odds, boys. Just if you're listening. Um, And then I started tweeting about it, obviously, because that's what I do when I do something that I never really do. And uh, so I was bragging about the fact that I got this thing for $35 and all the other ones I've gotten were like way more expensive, like $55, $60. Right. So then people started like tweeting back at me, Christina, that's too cheap. Like, was that place certified? I was like, you need a certification? I'm like, I don't know. They had like a sign that said open. <laughs> it was, like illuminated. Yeah, it had, like that's, flashing that's lights. Yeah, sure. That's a certification, right? You, yeah. You, now, do
0: you guys- can I ask first well, why the waxing to begin with? Is, is your hoop getting a lot of camera time? and
3: <laughs> I'm serious.
0: It's <laughs> just, it's
1: like I always, uh, you know. That's was it um, massive, or you couldn't keep control it, or <laughs> was it like a fucking werewolf child down there? Or... It was
3: pretty bad, though Like she started the wax off with scissors. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> Whoa, place. <laughs> that's not a good place. Too, right? She
1: was
0: rummaging around in the Grandin Toy <laughs> Jesus, the Staples Business Depot file of uh, oh. utensils. It
1: had
3: been a long time. did they find keys like...
1: down there or...
0: <laughs> to the I VIP?
1: Know. The body of Herve Vilches
3: <laughs> <laughs> or something? She's the VIP. That's uh... <laughs> it, was, it was, I don't know, whatever. Okay, here's the thing. I'm too late. I didn't even want to deal with it. So I'm like, and this new place just opened right underneath my apartment. And I'm like, oh, uh, well, why wouldn't that? Like, it it just seemed saying, easier no. to have somebody rip it off me rather than me try to go and figure out how to like weed whack myself. But well, now if like, you had a guy,
1: like if you had a guy who said to hey, you, look, you know, maybe you want to do something because it's a bit much down here. Would you be offended by that?
3: <laughs> it's never happened. Never happened. No, no but look, never, I talk f- about it in my act. It's like guys don't give a shit. They'll take what they can get. Like
1: yeah, but if honestly, you're dating after a period of time, I'm not just saying you know a, a couple fucks. I'm that saying we let you're ourselves dating. Go even it's like, like I don't once we been dating? I a guy think I'd think i say while. something.
3: No, you would.
0: Yeah, I th- you have to take care of that right off the top. You have, like the first time you look at it. I feel like it, you yeah, be... you
3: want to like start big and that. Sorry, <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. I mean you don't want you want to start good. That's how you make a nice first impression. Right. Um, but yeah, but then I think another reason why I was like mostly wanted to do it, like, let's say not that the girl was the one that remember we were talking about that girl hitting on me but like let's say if it was a real person that was hitting on me that night like i couldn't have gone home with them on saturday night like i right. just wouldn't have like right. i might seem like i'm hard to get but really i'm probably just fucking hiding like a giant secret in my pants
2: <laughs> well bush and not a to, or yeah. like that i don't want like to go
3: a, home with anybody. Set of balls. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that'd be
0: quite much i know
3: this is like not good i don't want somebody to like you know, go home with like Little Miss Toronto, and then find out she's just high have you ever had you know? that, Dave?
1: You never had that, right? You're, you know, you uh, a girl with that, and you've had to say something.
0: I, no, I. Well, I've wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. There was one. I, I saw one, one. one girl. It There's was always just, one oh with my Dave. God. It was like, I, do you not know that you're carrying that around? And it was like, <laughs> it, it was full. It was like a sponge. It was like, I don't know, It was like a cunt sponge. It was just, it retained a lot of water. I was like, how do you not know? That's, that's just massive. But I mean, like. I
1: think your vagina's crying. No, yeah. it's just holding water.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, you. it's like when you wash your clothes down at the river. You know, you have to wring them out a little bit. Sure, and it's just yeah. It seemed like that was so much bush to carry around that yeah. that, that must bother you. And it, it, it I, I never got to the point where I. I actually would say something to her because right. uh, it was a relationship that I know wasn't going to go anywhere and it anyway, would probably so. get past you yeah. saying
1: hey your fucking vagina's crying well, but, get past that. but I mean I could
0: see the woman saying like why do you decide to bring this up to me now after we've been together <laughs> for so long I thought you were comfortable with my bush and my
3: I mean I just- Think it's bad when your underwear is doubling as a hairnet. Like yeah, I think no. that it's just and I whatever. <laughs> and depending on depending what your job
1: is, I want a good fucking hairnet down there.
3: <laughs> Rob, what about you? What do you stand on the, the wild? Ro- we should introduce
1: Rob May. We Yeah, didn't really Rob Mayu, everybody. That. I'm no, here, yeah.
3: So busy talking about Bing Bang hair. We, uh, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> uh Rob Mayu, you guys, awesome comedian. Um and the founder of the <laughs> Dark
1: Comedy Fest that's founder? running in November. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> great like great
3: Twitter feed. Uh, he's at Rob Loves Are You Am I a good I Twitter you? feed? I tried I uh, what I, I, I like is,
4: is that Twitter uh, was concerned with your pussy hair uh, was that it was like they were like well people we don't... were
3: like <laughs> calling me were... back one person asked if I just actually waxed my mustache which was <laughs> I retweeted Cause what's, cause I what's no the shame. worst
4: that can happen in that scenario where it's like if they weren't certified first of all I don't know where you get certified people were... to rip hair off of a girl's snatch <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't <laughs> know what school <laughs> you go to for... Prop,
0: probably in a school <laughs> where they wouldn't refer to it as your snatch
3: it's lumber <laughs> actually hey, throw That's your a...
0: legs up Let's
3: the... take a look at that Jeez, thing I think it's in about the Humber Comedy School, yeah. I think
1: yeah. <laughs> Snatch School SS, they're probably gonna fucking avoid yeah. that. Yeah. It's an online course, though. <laughs> it's online the Germans school. were good at Snatch School, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> the
3: Fry School of Bing Bang Waxing. So, where do you stand on the uh, I mean, the
4: I like them to look like 12 year olds down there. I don't, I am fully about scorching the earth. I have no, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a revivalization, oh, like like, I find, of like hair coming back, and I'm not part of it. of it. You got a, a at all. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to be—I'm the generation of there being no hair whatsoever, and I'm going to live in that generation until I die. Oh God! I, yeah. That's... Well, I mean, the hair
0: is originally supposed to maintain—it's supposed to, like, you know, hold a certain amount of funk in there when you. you... <laughs> I'm <laughs> exactly saying. Exactly. I'm the just saying. because every, everyone has their own o- uh, odor, and, right? And, that, and so back when in the day, and the I'm talking guard. about like caveman days, yeah. that's how we would sort of like find out if we were attracted to a woman if we enjoyed their. Uh, their uh their, their snatch smell. That's you how know what you I'm like Took
3: care of the fanny batter? Exactly. well,
0: that's a fanny oh right, fanny batter was from last week. <laughs> yeah. The uh or two weeks ago, I can't remember now. But I uh but that's uh, if if there's a resurgence of hair, fine, but I, I think you should just keep things under control down there. But we but we are sort of like getting brainwashed because everyone all chicks and porn and sadly a lot of guys get their uh their learning on from watching porn. But I don't I haven't seen I haven't seen bush and porn in ages and that just seems like the standard
4: well, I, but I think that that is going to be a thing that comes back it's like a hipster like it's just hipster now oh, okay. We I ironically have
0: pussy hair again
4: <laughs> right. like, oh so is that hip- what hipsters yeah. look like when right.
3: yeah. they drop their pants I think that's oh, what you that's can get away with that now to know yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got a
0: full bush because yeah. I hate it yeah, that's exactly. what I sort of thing yeah
1: no. oh. they're taking that 35 bucks and spending it elsewhere honey no. that's what they're doing <laughs> the hipsters <laughs>
0: that's beer that's beer and comb money that you yeah. just...
3: well that's what I usually always think long... I never I never do that like I'm saying that's the third time in my life I was so I was so uncomfortable and I was like shaking and like when I got up because it's basically like a, the chair that you sit on when you get them done it kind of looks like being in the doctor's office or the dentist's office it's one of those kind of chairs and they like, line up a paper and like literally when I got off the chair because I was so like terrified it was like covered in back sweat <laughs> it was like <laughs> Dave Martin after this show sell <laughs> <It was>, like... <laughs> that all <laughs> I know it's so gross. I did. And, I, I, and I don't it's have, a, I
0: don't have a problem with, uh, saying this cause, uh, I went to an audition once, and it wasn't until I showed up there that I it was like for some shampoo thing you had to take your shirt off, and you can make all the jokes about hey the audition was in the back of a van and there was a strobe light, but I I actually caught uh, a shot of what my back looked like, and it was rather hairy, mm-hmm. and but on <laughs> hair on film looks like dirt, and that's why they 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 you know trim that shit, and then so from now on in case there is an audition process or if I have to be poolside I do uh, I do wax my uh, my, my back
3: I had a boyfriend once make me do that I didn't wax it I narrowed wax the back wax your back no not my oh, back his oh, oh back okay. it was Sam Tripoli he's Armenian I had to narrow oh.
1: his back <laughs> okay we're
3: name dropping now oh, are
1: yeah. we
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you trim and, his uh, pussy, too? Or? <laughs> well, Sam, if you're out there, I hope you're listening. <laughs> uh,
1: I cute, hope
0: right? your back's still smooth.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm Like, let's, grown back. like a
3: 12-year-old boy. That's a let, long let's,
0: ago. Let's get back into uh, <laughs> yeah. what we usually talk about is uh, a ball-to-cock ratio.
3: Rob, where do you stand on this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a larger nut than that. Yeah, well. No, uh uh, Rob, we brought you in here for a number of reasons. Uh, Brian Posehn was just uh, in Toronto, that uh, a show that you promoted last week. Yeah, and uh, and uh, tell us who's coming up here on the uh, Dark Comedy Festival and what the dates are.
4: Uh, well, I mean, it's the best thing I've ever, I mean, I've ever done for sure. Um, it was great having Brian as like the festival preview for it. But Bamford, Maria Bamford. And awesome. Jim Norton and awesome. Eddie Pepitone being there. Eddie Pepitone was a thing that got added last minute. And, like, obviously, I'm a huge Norton fan, and uh, Maria's been here before, and she's fantastic. But Pepitone was a thing where it was like, I think I'm I'm happy to be able to just throw it on the thing to expose him to a, hopefully some extra people through the course of the festival because he's fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely! I, I like him too. Is ridiculous. You know, a ton yeah.
3: of times in L. A. He's absolutely yeah, awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's you know one of the guys that people run into the room to see when they're performing with him, and you know it's yeah. nice being able to have that. It's great. I've never like I mean, and he's got the movie, he gets the screen. Uh, you
0: guys are going to, you know, be there. It's, sure. It's, yeah, we're doing a live taping with him in case uh, people haven't been keeping up with what's yeah, going on, on with November the show. November
1: 8th. But, you know, the one of the things about the festival is that, yeah, you've got your stand-up shows like the anchors of Norton and Bamford, but you are going to show the documentary, which is The Bitter Buddha uh, for Pepitone, which is uh, I've heard is very, very good. Have you seen it, Rob, or no? Uh, no, I've, right. I've still only seen the trailer, I've heard I've heard really good things about it, and so that's great. And then you have also other kinds of shows, like The Best of the Fest and The Rising Stars of the Fest. So, I mean, this is the second year now that you're doing it? Yeah, this
4: is the, this is the second year I've done it. And it, it's going to be the thing that I put most of my effort into uh, as far as promoting goes, right. is, you know, my non-stand-up effort. It's it's great. I really like it. There's nothing else that exists like it in the world. I've done as much research as I can to find out if anything else like it exists. And it seems like it's the only one, so I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. Um, the one show I'm, I'm pumped about that I it's hard to explain even mm-hmm. how it's going is you were saying non-stand-up formats, is the comedy campaign thing that we have on the Tuesday. It's during the U.S. election, so what it is is like... Oh, right,
1: yeah, yeah, this show, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: the comedians are basically running for office themselves. There's five <laughs> comics, right? and you do... Uh, I gave them three topics, you know, like immigration, um, the economy, and I can't I don't remember what the third one was, but just general topics, because I wanted them to make it funny instead of trying to give them a funny topic. Yeah. 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 Um, they do uh, five to seven minutes on that, and then they have their own three-minute campaign slash attack ads, that they do, and then I give them some improvised questions, and they have to, like, I'm the, you know, Candy Crowley of the situation, and... Uh, Why'd you pick a
0: chick? Well, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs>
2: you could have Similar been the, body types.
4: Uh,
0: Mike Wallace or a Fox representative John or King. Okay, sure, um, yeah, yeah.
4: But uh, so, and then uh, Mark Debonis is our real because le- it's the night of the real election, so he's our real election correspondent, which I just think is hilarious of <laughs> the fucking stupidest guy I know. Try to explain what's going on in the U.S. election, but so. he, d- I
0: like Mark, I like, I do like Mark Debonis because he he does embrace his stupid. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah he Makes yeah. the oh, most of it. So. Yeah, he has
4: no problem. I'm sure he'd be happy to you know that he's the stupidest <laughs> person I know. Now I,
0: I, I just uh no, I, I like the fact that I mean you're not a guy that shies away from the fact that you've kind of made a name for yourself by bringing in these acts. And uh, it, it, what's the biggest mistake that, like, another comic, like, whether they were in, like, you know, somewhere in the States or whether they're in, like, Calgary or Vancouver, if they want to sort of do the same thing, what's the biggest mistake that a comic would make trying to bring a comic uh, of notoriety into to do a festival or just a, a show? Well, I mean, there's two kinds of mistakes
4: you can make. First of all, it's... I mean, I waited a while before I started doing this. I made sure I at least had some sort of comedy chops before I started bringing people in and throwing myself on a show. So one mistake you make is, I I mean, I've seen people here who are starting to jump into it where it's like, you have no business whatsoever even trying to start doing this, which is not going to help you in the long run. It's like, yeah, it's great that you got in front of those people, but if you look like an asshole... Like, you know, there's, I, I, I get what happens with me because I'm producing new shows. A lot of people are of the opinion that I'm cheating in a way, that because I'm getting myself in front of these things, that it's somewhat of a, I'm shoehorning myself into a situation before I'm ready. But if I bomb, I bomb. Like, right. that's the thing, right? At the
0: end of the day, it's sort of like, if you go up, then, and also you don't want to be seen as the, from the person that you're bringing up. Exactly. If you bring Posehn up and Posehn goes back to L.A. and go like, hey, I had a great show, but this guy that opened for Just me that fucking, booked the show fucking tanked. Balls.
3: Oh, exactly. Everybody's coming back to work with you again. So exactly. that's fucking so, awesome.
4: There, so that's definitely a mistake that can be made is you're throwing yourself on a show that you have absolutely no, you're not ready to do whatsoever. And then there's also, I mean, it, look, the hardest thing is, it's not that like, I've made money on all of these fucking things. I've eaten terrible losses. I am a, amazing Mick Foley fan. I am a wrestling fan my entire life. Sure. But financially, Mick Foley could have just walked up and just kicked me into balls repeatedly. Oh, it was no. the worst thing that I've ever, like...
1: Which would be a surprise because I would have thought that would have been uh, uh, not, not, not a home no, run, but you would have made money. Absolutely. I thought, yeah.
4: And it was actually one of the one things where I go, because usually I like to bring in a comic and I want to go, okay, I really appreciate this guy's work as a comic. Sure. I don't want to bring in... Pauly Shore because, you know, I know Pauly Shore. Tickets, right. I don't ever really want to do that, but Mick Foley was such a childhood thing for me that sure. I was like, I just want to be with this guy for a week. And I, yeah, I was the same way. I thought, for sure, his biggest name I've ever worked with. Right. Yep, you know, and uh, but you know what? It actually makes me happy in a way to realize that as much as fame might get you to a certain point in comedy, there's like, you still have to perform. And it's not even that he was that bad. It's just that people weren't willing to make the, uh, the leap of faith that he's going to be any good at comedy at all. And, uh, yeah, that one was fucking rough. Well,
0: Plus, I, you know, because I, I saw that show, and, I mean, wrestling fans are sort of the, the weirdest group of people in the oh, world. Because yeah. yeah. the yeah. moment that you—it's it's like country music fans. Like, the moment you take a shot at what they love, they're immediately sort of, like, going to, like, step back and be like, hey, what the fuck you doing? But I remember at that show, he he told a lot of g- g- anecdotes from his books. Yeah. And— and most of the crowd sort of had read his three yeah, books, yeah, yeah. and they knew exactly where these stories were going. And I didn't because I'd, I'd read the, the the first book that he did. I didn't read the sort of the other yeah. ones, but it was uh yeah, it, it was interesting to see. But you can't take Mick Foley aside and go, "Hey, come on, man, what are you doing?" It's not like you can't be the manager of a club that says, "Hey, you got to pick it up a little bit." Yeah, well, it, it was funny because the first time I worked with him, it was just me and him,
4: you know, and, and other comics in other cities. But I mean, I was the guy that was with him. But I got to work with him at Just for Laughs. And, uh, Brendan Burns, they did like a dual show just for us as smart. And they threw Brendan Burns on just right. to be like, let's give him a comedy sure. portion of this. And, uh, it was actually great then because I had Brendan to also go like, when we, when there was something we knew that was like, we should, he should stop doing this. I had the authority of Brendan's 20 years in, you know, Edinburgh awards to be right. like, you know, Hey, we should, it is weird in a way that like, not that he was bad, not that I'm fantastic. But it's a thing where it's like everyone's coming to see this guy, but I'm actually better at the thing we're doing sure. than what this guy is. You know, it's a weird position to be in in that way. Um, you
0: didn't feel like throwing yourself through a table set on fire, <laughs> just, kid. Kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just uh, landing on some thumbtacks. Yeah, just... yeah. The uh, another thing is like I mean, you you're bringing these guys in and, and girls in like Maria Bamford, uh, and you're obviously fans of them, but nobody wants to come across as the fan. You want to sort of, sort of. At least come across at the same sort of level in your home country as as they are where they are. and so how do you how do you approach like a, a guy that you do are a fan of, but you don't want to come across that way? Well, here's the thing. I think I
4: got lucky right off the bat was that the first person I ever worked with was Stanhope. and Stanhope's my guy. I mean that's the you know the guy that I, I look up to the most. So the first time I ever opened for anybody of like that stature. It was, I was doing that for free in Montreal for his Just for Spite thing, and he just let me sleep on his couch. Yeah. So it was like kind of a shocking, like it was a way to just kind of get kicked into that world of like, this is the first guy, the guy you idolize, and now he says, hey, don't come back to the hotel for a bit. I have to fuck Bingo. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> Bingo you know is his mean? wife. Let me just <laughs> yeah, say yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, his. It's yeah. not <laughs> <Yeah>. his dog <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so, you know, that kind of gave me a, a one up on that way of being like, well, okay, I've already dealt with this. I don't have to. But it, it definitely is, uh, is a concern to not be like ass kissy. Yeah, again. exactly. Because I don't think that they want to be around that. They don't want to be a guy that's just, like, chasing your tail around the entire time. You know, I, it is weird having to wear the two hats. I really hate it. That's why I like working with other people in the sort of things where, like, you know, I work with Ian Atlas because Ian can kind of wear the, the business hat and I right. can get drunk and, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. Do, right. and, and be a comedian. I don't have to you know, to, to wear that hat. I, I try to do it as much as possible now. Cause I hate kind of, kind of wearing both. And I hate, there's nothing worse than the feeling of showing up to a show, having to be a comedian and, but also going, well, I hope enough people show up, you oh, know, yeah. like, I don't want right. that shit at all. I For hate sure. that. Yeah. It's the worst part of it. That's why I'm glad this festival selling as well as it is at the time. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't have to worry about it. So
1: now last year you had uh, Jim Jeffries, this year you have Norton. I mean, those are, are pretty big uh, comics in that genre yeah. of uh, comedy. But what about the idea of almost kind of like running out of names? Eventually you are going to have to I don't know I, I it, it's always the the hardest thing is whenever you branch out or you go so short in terms of the breadth of what you're bringing in, you're going to run out of guys. Are you going to have to jump to maybe like you said like a Brendan Burns or you know you already brought in Glenn Wool before? Yeah. You know is that what your kind of plan is? For
4: sure. Well, that's actually exactly what I'd like to do is get the big names done not not done, obviously I'll work with them multiple times. Sure. But if I can establish having Jim Jeffries and Jim Norton and, you know, if I get a tell next year or have Stanhope associated with it, then hopefully by that time I've gained enough credibility as far as the brand goes to be able to go, well, here's these guys. You know, and I mean there's always gonna be a good number of comedians to work with anyways. But yeah. if I can use those guys to give other but as people, anchors, anchors it's tough sure. to find anchors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the
1: hard thing. Yeah. Like you know, I you know, I was really impressed with Big J Okerson. He was on the show, he's great, and you know, he's definitely a mid level compared mm-hmm. to the Jeffries and that. But you know what? Uh you you have to have that anchor. For
4: sure. No, I, I agree completely. It is definitely difficult. I mean, you hope that there'll be enough guys around mm-hmm. like an Ari Shafir where right now Irish Shafir is definitely not the anchor you right, know Ari right. is a guy you can put in as a secondary or third person in a festival right. Right. and he's fantastic but by the time I'm running out of anchors let's hope by that time that maybe Ari Shafir is an anchor by that point maybe right, Big Jay right. Oakerson is an anchor by that sure. point so that's what you kind of I mean have to hope for in the end and also being able to reuse people I mean the nice part about doing that type of comedy especially living in a niche you're forced You know, Doug Stanhope writes another hour every year. Sure. So I mean, you're able to kind of bring these people back into work ethic, and um, because when you when you are in a situation where the type of comedy you do kind of puts you into a corner, yeah, you're forced to write your way out of it. You have to if you're going to focus on a small fan base, then you have to make sure that fan base can come back every year and see you. So it's a great. I mean, let me. There's the JFL 42 thing that just happened with Louis C.K. where that festival worked. So fantastically, because it could have been called the Louis C.K. Festival. I mean, Louis really was the building block for that important yes. thing. Yes. So my question was exactly the same thing. How the fuck do we do this JFL 42 thing next year and have it work nearly as well? But realistically, you might
0: just be able to do Louis C.K. again next year. Yeah. I mean, that right. might just
4: be the way to go. As you know? so. as
0: a, as a, Both as a guy that's worked with Doug Stanhope and, a, and you're a fan of his, how long has Doug been doing this sort of format where he just sort of— he doesn't do clubs anymore— uh, or if he does, they're sort of the clubs that he likes and the clubs yeah. that work with him well. Uh, how long has he been doing that sort of like I'll book like a like a rock venue of three hundred people and standing room only, and yeah. he does his show and then he sort of moves out of town.
4: Well, I mean, he was doing how long
0: that, has he do, been doing that format? He's
4: been doing it longer than I've known him for for sure. But um, I mean, he's been doing it effectively probably the last two years. Yeah, I mean, it was when we did it like even when we did the the, the we did it the whole country the first time, year I knew him and we did like. Regina and Saskatoon. It was just like, Oh Jesus, we had no business. There was no reason to go there. It wasn't a big enough city to go into. You know, we didn't really know the places. He is finding now that you can go do an improv in a city on a Wednesday night and the improv will be more than happy to give him the entire door of course I mean it's not as much as he hates comedy clubs as it is that he doesn't want to have to deal with outside audience that doesn't know what they're getting into that'll show up drunk you know absolutely you're talking talking to (laughs) uh, (laughs) Darren's Darren's uh, Darren's uh, the fucking king of that for sure I mean who doesn't want to play their own audience for sure I mean that's exactly what you want to get to and and,
0: and if you've been doing it for as long as Doug has at a certain point yeah like Darren says all the time you get tired of fighting crowds and you want people that are there to listen to your words and not like bad drunk guys. Uh, once... And plus,
1: and also you know, just, you know, Doug Stanhope wasn't the first person to do this either, you know, there was like, you know, David Cross and Patton Oswalt mm-hmm. and all those guys before Doug actually officially did it were complaining about in America the two drink minimum and the high ticket fee and you know, not having much control over the show and feeling that their fans were ripped off. So there was, a, you know, kind of a, a situation that happened before. He was the first person to take it to kind of rock clubs the same mm-hmm. way of like I'm totally cutting out everything else. But
0: one thing is that, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, and I I hate using this term, but younger comics, uh, and Darren and I always talk about this, that a lot of them are only getting to know Doug as that guy that books these rock venues, and they don't realize that Doug has, like, a 20 year history of doing clubs and doing them for long enough that he gets tired and pissed off, and he has to make a new road for himself. That's why I think it's so funny when I hear people be like, well, I just want to do it that way where I just
4: get my audience and I just but it's like well how the fuck do you think he got that audience he didn't just get that audience by showing up to a rock club and putting up posters (laughs) he he had to go do an improv the first
1: time I saw Doug I think it was like either 99 or 2000 at the Yuck Yuck Yucks Right? I mean he was touring predominantly comedy clubs and that was like I think 8 years for him or whatever so I mean you have to have the biggest problem is yeah it's great to go and be into a coddled environment but once you're there you gotta have the fucking legs to pull it all off because it's not an easy road even and then, yeah, there's days I'm sure where he's like, "Holy fuck, here we go again." Even when he's playing to his fans.
4: Yeah, well, actually, in in part of you know, I, I, the last time we were together, I think he actually does miss to a degree now because he's gotten so far into his own yes. world. He does miss the battle. I mean, I think Joe Rogan has the perfect career. Yes, because Joe Rogan has a fan base that knows him for his comedy to a certain degree, but also has a fan base that knows him for the UFC right. or Fear Factor. So he's able to have a blend of the converted and people he still needs to convert. Because right. what the fuck's the fun anymore if? Like, Right. Everything you're saying, I can go up there and yell about abortion, but if, like, as everyone already has three, then who gives a shit? You know what? I feel that way about,
1: (laughs) I almost feel that way about Louis C.K. in that it's like, I, you know, I've been championing Louis C.K. for years before it was like a big cool thing to do. And I'm not saying, well, you know, look at me, but now I almost get tired of it. It's like, yeah, yeah, he is great. He is very good. But there are other comics that are great. And that's not Louis' fault. That's the business's fault, the business models, whatever. But it's like, if I hear one more comic, like, there was an argument today on the thread on the fucking Facebook. It's like, oh, but Louis, Louis C.K. said, "It's like fuck. Are you, is that it? Is that the barometer now?" I almost worry
4: that Louis C.K. is going to ruin stand-up comedy to a degree. I, I agree because I mean, there's. I mean, it was a small thing for me when I just watched him for the JFL 42, right? And it's this And I'm, the only reason I bring this up because this, I'm sure it's a shared a shared experience right. for a lot of comedians watching him. He did this Make a Wish Foundation joke, where it's just a small portion of this joke he did. But I have a joke that I love that has to do with that on a and I handle it a much larger. So, yeah, it's great that he does a new hour every year, but eventually he's going to ruin every topic for us. Of course. I mean, going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's great that he puts out a $5 DVD. I can't afford to make my fucking DVDs $5. I don't have right. enough people buying them, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, right. there's like symptoms of the things that he's doing where if he's going to be the barometer we have to live by, it's not really fair. He has millions of fans to, right. <laughs> to, to live that barometer by we can't really live up to that in the same way. You know? now,
0: I'm 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 always amazed at the amount of comics that almost sort of intentionally steer themselves into this dark edgy sort of genre which maybe they don't necessarily belong in but they just that just there does seem to be that sort of like I don't know what, what what do you, how do you find, Darren, of just, like, comics that just sort of go out of their way to be edgy? Because you see that on stage, because mm-hmm. they see that gets a reaction, and they want to be more of that. Well,
1: I mean, a lot of young comics are, are trying to be that, and they're really trying to be something they're not. And they quickly find out. You, they don't last, because they don't make any money at it. They, You know, it's a hard road. They get fucking either attacked or whatever, and they quit. And so I, I don't tell them anymore, because I'm like, I think life will just sort them out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I
4: find with people who ask me to be part of the festival, I get way more... I mean, you're always going to get way more young comics asking because they're eager to look for an opportunity, but it's pretty disproportionate, I'd say, young comics because they do feel like, I, I think when you first start out, you're just looking for any sort of reaction. Right. So right. a groan is as much that. a reaction sure. as yeah. a laugh is. So you go, well, I mean, I pissed everybody off. That's but good. Also, but know? also, there's, <laughs> that,
1: there's that rock star element to all these comics we're talking about. They're almost held in the same esteem as rock stars. Mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope, Louis C.K., uh, you know, uh, but Rogan. Been- these are all big, almost rock star type comics. But- and that's where's the cool factor, and that's why young comics are gravitated towards it.
0: But they also don't have, they don't realize that, like, Louis C.K. started in, like, 87. Holy fuck. Yeah. And, like... And, How many you- times
1: did we see him? As- I saw him twice at a laugh resort. Right.
0: And, you know, <laughs> and, and he talks about, like, his early years in New York and having the motorcycle and doing, like, six clubs in one night. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and he wasn't this edgy sort of guy. I mean, even if you go back and try to find the young comedian, especially yes. he did in 95, it's all, all pretty sort of bubblegum material. Yeah. And it's all, it, it's all, and uh, just for laughs, in in, in, right. in, in a way it's just they're
1: all gags
0: but they're all like fun jokes they're not he, he's not talking about his kid and then also people don't realize that he only started talking about his kids in like the last like 2003 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that and that's that's sort of when he t- well, turned I a new page I,
1: in 2005 when just for last nasty show asked me not to talk about my kids when they censored me the next year he came along and was calling his kids assholes and it was brilliant <laughs> yeah. so that's what I remember so yeah it's definitely in the later 2000s that he really kind of picked up steam on his kids I
3: feel like that's just kind of the evolution of a comedian though. I think that you start off like I want to be a comedian I want to find things that are funny and talk about on stage and then after a bunch of years of telling those jokes you get so sick of them and you're like I just want to talk about things that are actually true to me and that bother me and then that ends up hitting harder than all that stuff that you tried to write before that was when you were just trying to be funny. And it's like Mm -hmm. the I don't know, for me at least I'm a girl comic I don't think I'm that much different than you guys fuck off. <laughs> right, no, not at all. I was uh, like, but honestly I feel like the more real I get on stage the better I do and before of course. Like, whenever I started I was like here's some jokes I wrote you know like Yeah, you
0: know but we I mean? we don't know anything personal about Jerry Seinfeld and and he's yep. he's huge so. Let or me, even yeah. Brian Regan. Yeah, yeah, Brian Regan's. you are never going to he doesn't talk about his kids or anything yeah. like that but well, he's a little bit. He still talks fucking hilarious. Yeah yeah, 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 but it's not the sort of the the groundbreaking sort of me I'm super personal. Right. Shit. everyone works. he meets has a stupid voice I can tell you that much about <laughs> <Yeah>. him <laughs>
4: yes, it does. Uh,
1: so let's just go over the uh, the dates and information one last time Cool. Uh, so it's uh, the darkcomedyfest.com right that's the website yeah darkcomedyfest.com okay. and uh, the dates are
4: uh, it starts October 31st uh, with the roast of Toronto Batman okay uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, so it may actually end October 31st because there's a good chance that Batman will fucking kill all of us uh, and we just won't be able to make it but then Maria's uh, November 1st to 3rd um, it, it ends November 10th with Eddie Pepitone and, and Jim Norton's in there John Moses yeah uh, and uh... who's
3: playing November 8th just
4: curious <laughs> you guys will be here
3: November Yay! 8th yeah, that's, that's right.
0: yeah we're doing a live taping for don't
4: Eddie worry I'll get Pepitone. really drunk
3: if anybody wants to see me drunk come down <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, <I'm laughs> not like making any, any other idea. day
1: bring, of the week three drinks and your lesbian friends yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, if people want to get a hold of you just personally your, your website and a Twitter feed is Rob Loves Arguing is uh, your my, Twitter
4: my Twitter feed is Rob Loves Arguing my website is uh, imamistake.com because my last name is Dog Shit, so I can't have a, I can't have my last name on right, a fucking right. website. Artists, I think yeah. that,
1: that's the
0: motto, in my opinion, of every pro-life person. I think they know that they weren't wanted in the world. And <laughs> yes. They know that they're mistakes, yeah. and they just want to find more of them that are like them.
1: All right. Well, thanks for coming by, Rob. Appreciate
3: it. Thank yeah, you, Rob. Thank you very Thank much, much, Rob. So much for coming.
0: Most success with the awesome. festivals. Yes. Now with twenty percent more brand to keep you regular from the bump. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Glenn Foster, thatcanadianguy.com. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack XM Radio. Get those letter-writing pens ready. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are uh, back from the break. That was uh, that Canadian guy that brought us into uh, yes. this uh, Glenn Foster. This section of the show. Yes, we should say Glenn, like Glenn Foster because yep. who's it, what? Mike Wilmont. Are we all
1: Canadian guys? Yeah, that's
0: what Mike Wilmont's uh, yeah. joke is. It like we're all that Canadian guy you know, <laughs> in this fucking country. So uh, that was Glenn, and we had a very. does that sound sarcastic, Mike Wilmont's uh, intro off the beginning no, before we went fine. into the? Well, yeah, I know it's fine. We. Fine. Uh, I want to thank uh, Rob Mayu again yep. for coming that was great. in. This is Anything Goes for the uh, week of October 25th, and. Uh, uh, and what else we were going to talk about
1: you got I some I don't
3: know I was just going to babble about something no but, no uh, we were
1: talking j- during the break um, uh, just about have you ever been talking about yeah, someone
3: sometimes okay because I was out with Jen before I came here right Jen Grant's like one of my best comedian friends and like some, you know obviously sometimes not that we're big gossips but sometimes no, you're talking girls, about something no girls two girls together never swear commi- to it's God it's almost like your vagina
1: is joining gossip land Tooth.
3: anytime we talk about somebody it's honest it's nothing we wouldn't say to their face but right. I mean having said that having you still said look that their phones
1: because in case you sure. want to say it to their face. Like
3: sometimes when you're talking about somebody, don't you kind of look at your phone just be like just to make sure it's not on. Right. Make sure the phone didn't accidentally dial the person you're talking about. Right. To? Even though I know it's super paranoid, like it's not like your phone's no, just gonna go like not, yeah. Oh, like, oh, you're talking about this person, we're just gonna dial this number. Like, but that's the problem awesome. with Siri,
1: right? Like if you say someone's name in a conversation, your phone could fuck up and call them.
3: Can you imagine? How do you know? Suri starts listening to you and dolls the person who well, you you're know, talking to. Them. You got to treat Suri
1: well or she's not going to treat you well in your iPhone world. Oh my
3: god. I actually I hadn't I didn't have
1: that happen to me, but I once left a message for someone, thought I'd hung up and there was another comic in the car and then we like bitched and complained about that comic for like <laughs> 2 minutes, but in a, a joking way, right. but we'd already been talking beforehand to establish who we were joking. So afterwards, we just continued that, but it didn't look that way to that person who I'd called. It just looked like now we're bitching about that person. Oh, like, now the catch...
3: person heard everything. No,
1: but luckily, luckily, their roommate they shared the voicemail, and the roommate heard the message and deleted the message for me.
0: Oh, that's
3: nice. That was, that was yeah.
0: like, did you say things that you think you would have
1: regretted? Well, because she didn't hear the beginning, and I don't think she would have believed that it was a joke.
0: Right? Okay. All and right.
1: it was. A, it's a very good friend. It would I got, have been bad. I, I
0: did get pocket dialed from a guy. Uh, oh, I've
3: pocket dials for the longest time, I
1: man. I, I, got I got pocket dialed today,
3: and I was like, "How do people not have their phones locked all yeah. the time?"
0: Uh, mine's who not. Am I still up.
3: getting pocket dialed? And do well, I got pocket
0: dialed by a guy that was yelling at his kids uh, while he was driving, and he was just you <laughs> screaming at his daughter, who was just, oh, yeah. and he was screaming at her, he was like, "Good girls are quiet. Good girls are quiet. Good girls are quiet." <laughs> and uh, first of all, he's right; good girls are quiet. Yeah. And second of all, you just you'd have like. Do you ever feel like it, that? How has that never happened to you? Do you, uh, Darren, of oh, I'm sure it has. Not get, not necessarily getting pocket dialed, but right. like, has any— well, you, mean, been like it, such... you
1: did it to me. You you called me once, didn't hang up properly, and then you talked about me with another comic for or, five minutes. What did I say? <laughs> you said horrible things. <laughs> what did,
0: horrible things did I say? Not, not nice things. No, what not nice things did I say? You said, to... you
1: know, standard stuff that I'm like, you probably said to me before okay. or did not upset me at the time, Right. but I'm like, Dave, you, you're lucky it's me and I accept these things you're saying, but if right. he did this to fucking anyone else, he probably would have freaked out.
0: I would have liked to have, you don't remember what I said?
1: Uh, they were not nice. Were, I just remember it was shitty things.
0: Uh, not like shitty, shitty things or yeah. shitty things? Shitty the honest things. things.
1: Like, she, Some were honest and some were like, no, Dave, that's not how it went down. But, you know, you keep telling that You should call there. me on that. Well, I called you and you're like, well, why didn't you hang up? I'm like, well, it's your <laughs> phone. You're fucking up, not me. Well, you keep so if you listening could, okay. to it. So- I keep listening to it, yeah.
0: Well, let's... That's, and then you're asking, but then you could have brought them up with me and I would have uh, I, I would have uh, stuck up for what I said, possibly, possibly. Why are we
3: all such weirdos that if we got this pocket dial and we heard people talking mean things about us, why do we keep listening? Yeah. Why well, we just it, come
1: up? on, who would hang up? Like, I, what I else bad course, do they have to say about me? Of course me? I want to know. Get of enough course of you want to know if, if it's, you know, they're calling you.
3: Aww.
1: But I'm fine with it. It's like, it's like the one time... Uh, Dan Dunn, you know, crazy Toronto comic. I'm not All sure right. if I told this story before or not on the show, but he, he called me up one morning because, you know, he used to get drunk a lot and shoot his mouth off. Well, and he, you yeah. Know, I don't know if he still probably he still does. still do. He called me like 10 a.m. one morning. He's really rough voice. He goes, "Hey Darren, it's Dan Dunn." I'm like, "Hey Dan, what's going on?" He goes, "I was at a party last night and I told a few people I thought you were an asshole." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, Dan, you know we have a bit of a history. You know, uh, you may have th- thought I've done things that weren't nice and maybe assholeish. I'm okay with it. You know, I-, I know where we stand." And he's like, "Really?" I go, "Yeah." He goes. I kind of told a lot of people I thought you were an asshole, (laughs) (laughs) which I fucking—I started laughing. I kind of told a room of people. Yeah, I told about 3,000 people on Twitter you were a fucknut, you know? It's like, whatever. Like he has that many followers. No, but I'm just saying, like, I don't—you know, to me it's just uh, in the moment you probably did think I was that. So what?
3: Oh, that's true. Who cares? You know. Sometimes people get a little And the other thing is comics,
1: you know, not to get too inside, you know, for listeners, but sometimes comics are just in a car bitching and complaining about sure. someone just to make people laugh and saying horrible things. And that person's the fucking asshole and ranting. But they don't really mean they're an asshole all the time. Just in that moment to make another comic laugh, you say something. And I've had that come back. You know, someone says, that person said this to me. Was it in a car? Yeah. Well,
3: you know, they're just trying to yeah. fucking make you
1: laugh.
0: Yeah. That's and do they say afterwards, They don't get me wrong. He's a
1: nice guy. Like, I, I feel like there's
3: even some comics out there that it, it's getting hacky to make fun of them. I'm like, oh my God, I know everybody likes to make fun of this comic, well, you, but they're actually really nice people. You, and it's like-
1: let me tell you, I look, I think just you should tell everyone that you're part of the Nickelback fan club. Oh That's yeah, okay, why. so I'm the best, I'm the best, worst
3: Nickelback, you, so I'm going to tell this story because, oh, okay, I, okay, please. it's true. I they always, help
1: children in wheelchairs? I do, I
3: do up for the bully, and I'm not going to lie. For like you stand a up year now, you stand up for sorry, the bully. Sorry, oh no, I stand up for like the underdogs. Sorry, okay. oh, okay. right. it's a little different. I'm mean, little... standing up for people who are bullying. I stand like, up for people, the SS.
1: I mean the Jews. Okay, I go know, ahead. After
3: the whole fucking first segment we had, anyways, but like, yeah, you know what? In the last like year or so, I'm like, okay, these Nickelback jokes are getting really hacky. Like I watched were hacked five years ago. It's super hacky, right? So like, and and even when people are making fun of them on the Junos, and my best friend Megan works for the Junos, and she's awesome, and she right. makes a great show, and like, and it was like, uh, you know, the Nickelback opened up the Juno. Was last yeah, year, yeah, you know yeah. what? Like, it's not my kind of music. Obviously, we know all the like, Kesha and Pink and stuff. But I thought that they were high energy and they were entertaining, and I was like, good for them. And they have lots of fans. You can't deny ticket sales and sales. Oh, yeah, but and... now, no, no, this argument is bullshit. bullshit. That argument me, is bullshit. Let me cut to the chase. Just the because fact you sell is... a bunch
1: of records doesn't mean you're good. Uh,
3: well, I mean, you're, in good your your opinion, you're good some to some people. You're good to That's some people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, dude, I buy Kesha. Do you think I not? I know the not. I know, but that
1: argument is kind of.
3: But if you have ticket sales, you're obviously doing something right, right? Or there's obviously people out there that like you because they bought your CD. Anyway, so here's the point or of my tickets story. tickets to your show, yeah. Two weeks ago, because I know I wasn't here last week because so I was I, pouring I no Guinness. no problem Nickelback. Go ahead. I know. I was pouring Guinness last week. I was in a competition. Anyways, because I'm a great Guinness pourer. Um, uh, anyways, but I did the show with Pete Zedlacher. And obviously, Zellacker is like a great comic. He always yeah, kills, right? one of the top comics country. So- He does this joke about Nickelback and tries to make fun of Nickelback. Right. The whole crowd turns on him and starts booing. Booing! Like, I heard boos, and I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen a crowd turn on Zedlacker in my life. True, true. But he talked poorly about Nickelback, and they all went boo, and he's like, whoa, you guys like Nickelback? We were in... uh, what was the name of the town? It was far. It was, like, past Chattab. You were in,
0: you were in Nickelback, Ontario. That's where we were playing. We were in playing. Nickelback,
3: Ontario. Somewhere out by Sudbury. Chattab. Um, yeah, I don't know why I can't think of the name of this town, but, uh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They did not like the Nickelback joke. And it's, like, just goes to show that Nickelback jokes are a kind of getting hacky. Like, making fun of Nickelback is kind of the new Nickelback. Like. Right. It's, 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 you can't do it anymore. There's really people out there that like them, and it's, like, it's getting tiresome. Yeah, but, you know,
1: yeah, of course. But no matter who you make fun of, there's someone that's going to like that. Artist or what that yeah. pop celebrity, whatever. Like I said,
3: I've never seen it before. And I think Zedlacher was, it's talking like, like, was like, oh my God, this oh, a is lot the of, town where oh, all the Nickelback fans are. A lot of are. people
1: watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Does that make it right? No,
3: well, I don't. i don't even know what was. Well, I don't want to. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, no,
1: but, I mean, we, we, I mean could, we
0: could talk for a long time about this. That whole genre of of television to begin you know with. What, just, well, what you
1: just said: there's a lot of fans of Nickelback. There's a lot of fans of that. That means it's justified. Well, it it
0: justifies it putting it, leaving it on the air. But I mean, it does perpetuate well, a bad. Does that mean you it's just
3: better have art? to be prepared? No. You just have to be prepared that one day you're going to come across those people that Who like love that Honey thing. That
1: Boo Boo or that love Nickelback. And
3: that happened that day. Well, I mean, obviously, like had a great set of The thing at the about Nickelback is, and, fine, and I don't want us to, in this, that moment it was this
1: whole thing about Nickelback, but the thing about Nickelback is it's they came the new Nickelback out. Channel they, here, like they, they, they did a fair number of songs that kind of sounded very similar to try to keep that momentum going. They had some lyrics that were deemed misogynist by many people. Um, and, you know, and they're in a certain genre of music that, you know, that not really. ...is cool anymore to be misogynist in, you know, rock. And, uh, you know, but then they had they Enough time has gone on where they've, you know, had a career... And yeah. they did have a couple videos that were very funny. There was the one on Funny or Die where they're in, and they're making fun of themselves, and it's a very funny video. And, you know, that buys a lot of street cred with people. If you can at yeah. least own it and go, yeah, okay, you know. It's like when Justin Timberlake was bottled at the SARS concert, the first thing he said, he goes, if I came to a rock concert and I saw Justin uh, Timberlake, I'd probably bottle him too. Yeah, but he was yeah.
0: just out of, uh, what was the band that he was and in? in fact,
1: it doesn't, doesn't just matter. Come it just, on. It doesn't matter. It's the idea that he owned it. He knew. Right, 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 right. He, I don't, just, th- I don't think anyone should be thrown at at a concert, and I'm not anyone, saying that. But, okay. but all I'm saying is, at least he was cool enough to go. You know yeah, what? This yeah, isn't my cool. crowd.
0: He said it. it yeah. You know, cool. when I
1: saw the Nickelback video in Portugal getting rocked off, and all these guys were like, this is hilarious. I was horrified. I was horrified by that video. And I don't like their music, especially at that time. But I'm like, you know, there's a certain level of respect. You know, there yeah. are a band. There are people that like them. Fair. I don't. And that's, that's enough. Well,
0: my only issue with Nickelback is that they just scream a very corporate rock. And they they well, they, of they Well, not of course. But, I mean, they do scream of corporate rock. And I it just it was like, I don't know if it was at the uh, fucking Grey Cup or was it the Super Bowl where they did a show and the lead singer had, like, cut off all his hair and he had like these like uh, blonde spiky frosted tip hair right. and it was just like it was, uh, what fucking focus group decided <laughs> that you should have that hair now yeah. and it just screamed he, of he like hair. we're, it
3: back. Just, it we're just, edgy creed yeah I know it's awesome. like it's
0: just it just screamed that like a whole bunch of people they took a bunch of surveys and oh what's the popular hair now that all the kids lo- want to see their rock stars in oh well we'll give you that hair and it just it's, it's like wh- when you saw that uh, when all these people started showing up with that Justin Bieber hairstyle it's just sort of like really is that the hair you wanted or did like should someone from your like uh like a marketing team say that's the kind of hair that's gonna right. make the kids get uh, the little girls get well, wet you know
1: I think we've learned a lot today. I think we've we've learned. People to be like Nickelback. Be careful what you say on the internet. Or Nickelback, we want to come on the show. Two thirds we'll of anything here. goes. We'll fire you. And if uh, <laughs> a lot of people watch something, that makes it good. Yeah. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. One thing
0: I want to just do plug before we plug the oh, yeah, fuck we, out of yeah. is uh, uh, on uh, November eighth, uh, we yes. are going to be with Eddie Pepitone at the uh, comedy, Bar, comedy Bar for uh, downtown the, uh, part of the downtown Toronto yeah. for the uh, uh, the dark, dark Comedy Festival, uh, produced by uh, Rob Mayhew. Our guest tonight. Yep. And uh, fantastic interview with him. And then it's going to be a great interview with Eddie Pepitone that evening. It's so come fun. down, see the show live, watch us yell at each other. If you want a body
3: drink, I like tank house. They have and tank I house will on top thank you in
0: advance for all the joints that you will smoke with me and uh, all <laughs> the pints of beer that you will bring. <laughs> and Darren will
3: drive us all home in his minivan. I'll stay sober. Um, and, and also,
1: uh, we do want to uh, push the whole fest. So if you are interested in tickets to Jim Norton or Maria Bamford or the other shows, go to darkcomedyfest.com. We want to thank her. Guest Rob Mayhew today for coming in, um, and also oh our- I was
3: just gonna say um, in case there's Americans out there and I think there are um I'm gonna be in New York next uh this weekend oh yes uh Wednesday or Thursday through Saturday uh during the Laughing She Devil comedy competition it'll be really fun and. If you want to see what I look like when I shower and brush my hair, nice. <laughs> okay. uh, you might not want to. And uh, but, yeah. what are we
1: pushing on the site, Dave? Any new episodes are up? Uh,
0: last week's episode where we spoke to uh, Graham Chidden. Uh, Graham Chidden and uh, yes. Uh, no, that's already up. That's been up for a bit. And then uh, no, but the uh, Andrew Clark and who's the other? F- oh, and Casey Corbin from last oh, right, week. Yes, is going to be up this week. Uh, oh, by yeah. the time that you listen to this episode on the Wednesday, uh, that episode will be up on uh, iTunes. Uh, download it and uh, thank you again for uh, Victoria, our producer, Yay, for Victoria. making it sound so good.
1: And uh, if you, uh, we're going to start uh, going back to, if you want to call us and leave a message, we can play on the air or uh, Remus out, uh, please do at one eight seven seven xm laugh. Oh, so uh, if you have any uh, grievances or discussion topics you're, you want us to talk about, about.
3: Dave Martin changing his Facebook status. Right? Know, was, then, uh, a to uh, yeah, this is your chance, yourself. Stephanie.
1: Super fan. Call in. Stephanie, call. Get upset. Please.
0: What are you doing? What does she do that I don't I don't, don't do? know. <laughs> I don't
1: know, Dave, but I have a soft spot for you, I'm Dave. almost legal. Three things I love: Fish, I Carly, and Dave Martin. I love you. I love you too, Dave. That's it. We're done.
0: All right. Comedy, horror, walking sauce, Dave Martin world. Follow us, fuckers.
1: is here. She's right through there. Yay,
3: Deanne! Yay!
2: Bonjour. So Bonjour. To you. Yay!
1: What is it, here?
3: Yeah.
1: it might so make it,
2: it just better just because, because
0: then what? like, you don't It'll have to bounce your head back and forth.
3: True, true. What was that? No, no, oh, wait, I oh, you think there? it's better to be We're here? So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, so we okay. can both sort of... Yay! Yay! So we can both how are how are attack you? her. Good. Alright, let's do this. Okay. Okay. So, we You're going
5: to
2: be
3: right here. That way you don't have to go back and forth, like, see me on my tennis head. I see. So what you'll do is
2: this...
0: I like your orange-colored uh, uh, pi- uh, undergarment. Looks like that's the color of pylons. My, my
5: underwear?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pylon orange.
5: It is kind yeah. of pylon. <laughs> I didn't know it was showing after all this rip talk. I'm amazing. <laughs>
0: <nervous>. you, <know, laughs> uh, you know, last night at the club I was hosting, and there was a guy right in the front row clearly baked out of his head, like oh. clearly high, and I called him on being high because he was reading the menu while I was on stage, and then, that, hey, that's kind of like I get it. You got to read the menu at some point, but like he, like he actually, I saw him in the front row open the menu and start reading. And then I just I said, you know, I, I was like, kind of, hey, come on, what are you doing? And I yeah. I closed the menu and I put it down, and then I saw him and his eyes were just bloodshot and he had this weird, <laughs> like idiot sort of grin. But he was having a great time, and then so I called him out on being high and he kind of nodded, yeah, I was. And then I felt so bad because when I closed the show, he never got the chance to open the menu again. Like, oh. I think I set this paranoia inside him that he didn't like, oh, Yeah,
5: especially when oh, I yeah. was
0: paranoid.
5: and He never got any munchies.
3: Or, dude, dude, no, he, he probably he had them, but it. he was just
0: so afraid of opening up his menu. <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> what I mean. He yeah. didn't get he his got snacks. Got to eat. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't get his pickle sticks. Remember but does it, like, you... <laughs> oh,
0: no. it ever bug you yeah. when people come to a comedy club to eat?
3: I mean, Do I people come to a comedy wor- come to eat? I, I worry about people that eat in a comedy club. Yeah. I don't think that's
5: why they're... I hope I that's hope no, no, they're like, I don't oh think anyone God.
0: goes to a club to eat. <laughs> They've
3: the best chicken tenders. There we go.
0: I don't think anyone comes to a club to eat, but anytime I see someone... Wouldn't that be a reflection I'm of a bad day?
3: I've been doing for like, how many years? like for a yeah. bajillion, like over 10 years, and I can maybe count on one hand how many times I've eaten in the comedy club. None of them are at the downtown club ever. Yeah. Maybe in Kitchener when they have those like...
0: Well, Kitchener doesn't count because true. they have an actual pub and a restaurant there. Okay, so there. I, at
3: the nice. downtown Toronto Yak Yuck Yak's, I've never ordered food there.
0: I've ever. ordered, well, only when I've been working there have I ordered food just because okay, it's cheaper. I've stolen
3: cheaper. fries off other people's plates maybe.
0: Well, that doesn't count. Yeah. But, how many
5: club food is like, here, we'll put this in a fr- fryer a deep for fryer, you. yeah. Exactly. But oh, okay, put dressing on it,
0: or yeah, some ranch go. dressing. Check, check, check. How did that you. ever become? What? How did they name okay. that ranch? Oh no! Like, is <laughs> there a ranch where that came from?
1: What the dressing?
5: I yeah. don't even know what's in know. it. I don't know. Milk and and spices. Well, yeah,
1: what
2: like,
0: you wish. No, what I do
5: <laughs> You wish. I do wish.
0: <laughs> I can't stop wishing. Oh, my God. That's why I woke up every morning. That's why I wake up, even when I wake up like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm dreaming about. Ranch. I'm dreaming about yeah. Or go, some, someday going to that ranch. Or making me hungry. You mean this is the ranch where the ranch comes from? <laughs> you done
1: now, Dave? Or do you want to talk more about food? Well, we can talk a little bit more about food. <laughs> what do you like to eat, Darren? <laughs>
0: What would you eat at a comedy club? Okay,
1: so we're gonna pussy? act like we're uh, coming back from the break. And we'll introduce... uh, did you say pussy? Of course, I said pussy. Oh yeah, man, if that was on the menu, yeah,
0: I'd be like, uh, yeah. hey. Garcon, oh, so I can't, ha- I can't I'm have that. Up. Yeah. I, I want that <laughs> pussy. That, uh, sir, you cannot eat the pussy that that guy's eating. Uh, he's not finished yet.
1: Is that, is that your accent? Is it? That's my
0: garçon <laughs> waiter. Yeah,
1: yeah. garçon, garçon, more, uh, more ranch over here, right? With the pussy eating, right, for Dave.
0: Why we more of a. I know.
1: Yeah, sure, ranch. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, we're done. <laughs> I know, you know what? The, the idea of the, the
0: chocolate sauce thing and licking some okay, that why off someone else. Are
1: we talking, are we talking about this? I'm going to bring this up. That's we could, we're talk oh, it. we could talk about it. That is never going to turn way on way for me. I have a story, okay, that's 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 a story about chocolate sauce. Let's get okay, into it. Okay, that's the way in. Okay,
0: Maybe ice cream. Okay,
1: stop talking, Dave. Ready? But then
0: you'd be like, you'd want to know what ice cream is. Dave!
1: Dave! Fuck, we're going to have to get a cage for you. Or Sound a good. bubble like John Travolta? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like bubble. this. Do your John Travolta? That's so weird. I'm yeah, in a bubble. I know bubble. you love
3: doing it. <laughs> Let me check my prostate.
1: Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I never know when we stop taping. You <laughs> must be the done.
0: F- you know what? The first time actually I saw you. Did we meet in Montreal? N- well, uh, the first time I saw you was on Last Comic Standing, mm. and uh, and you did that joke about uh, people dying doing what they love. Yes. And uh, I remember I saw that because I literally just wrote a, a, a joke, almost similar, like similar to it, yeah. in the shower like three, it's like uh, like a week before. And I was just like, I was like, oh, blah, blah. hey, why don't they uh, people? though they always say die doing what you love, and but how come they never say that about drug overdoses? Yeah, right. And I thought, oh man, that's the most brilliant shit in the world. What have I done? Eureka! And I jumped out of the shower. I wrote it down. Then I saw a last comic standing.
5: You're like, Damn it!
0: And then, but it didn't show you making the drug reference. It just showed. It was something about getting hit by a boat. Like, oh, I guess oh, he really he loved getting hit by boats. Or yes, yes, like yes.
5: It. And then, but the next part of that joke is the.
0: Well, they didn't show
5: that. Ah.
2: And then so I
0: thought. Then I was just a big, yeah. oh man, dodge that bullet! And then when I saw you in Montreal, I asked you about that boat joke. And then uh, I think I asked you, "Oh, are you still doing it?" And, yeah. Yeah, and he said, "He said, I, don't know, I can't remember. Or, do, you, do you still do that one?"
5: I did it in my show in. No, I didn't do it in my show in Edinburgh, but I pretended I did so that I could submit it to um, the Guardian, like top ten jokes of the fest. Oh, you know what? And uh, then it just squeaked in number ten. It was because it's a quick, easy one liner. Yeah. So it was like top ten jokes of the fest, and then it was like he died doing what he loved. Dot dot dot. Heroin.
0: I you know what? And I I have a copy of that magazine because uh, they did like I was in Britain about two years ago. Yeah. And uh, actually, it might have been a, it not this. Past? What had been like? When did I get my ankle broken? Do you remember? Um, like a year ago was that last Yeah, time? it would have been the last time I was in. So last September I was in Britain and I got I got mugged and I got my ankle broken. Oh Jesus! And uh, but here's the funny part. No, but I uh, I had like a I there was a bunch of magazines and stuff that I picked up to read and they had a a big special on Edinburgh oh, and nice. then it had your photo and then it had uh, uh that joke written down. Really? Do I you Oh, yeah. that
5: is cool. Very oh, yeah. nice.
0: And then I punched yeah. that magazine over. That's ah, my bitch. Damn it.
5: There's no reason why. I mean, I'm not really doing it. But there's no reason why I can't do it. You thought of it. I, no, I
0: would. Uh, no, I, I was just always. And But you know what? There's probably like six other people doing that
1: joke.
5: It's an easy place to get to yeah. when you have a comic mind. Right. Yeah.
1: Dave, where are you going after the show? just No, Nowhere really? Maybe you can just drop her off. She wants to wave the oh, yeah. You drove me here, though. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah we can do that.
5: You guys can drop me off?
1: Yeah, oh, you get, we Thanks, just have to guys. do an eight-minute yeah. wrap-up, and we'll still get you to the uh to by nine. That's so cool, guys. By Thanks. nine, yeah,
5: okay. That'd be great. Okay. I've been spending way too much money on cabs lately. Yeah, no, no, you're not going to cab. Go That's good.
1: Okay, so we'll just get this. We'll do the eight-minute wrap-up, and then we'll get in my car, and I'll take you to the Rift.
5: Oh, thank you. Yep. We'll spend the eight oh, minutes looking at right? <laughs> Hey, wouldn't
0: it be funny if five guys came in here and all took her down to the rib yeah. at the same time?
1: <laughs> oh, man, don't
0: wouldn't in be hilarious the <laughs> oh,
5: In a world in which women get carpooled through, all the you know, time. The
0: <laughs> it's not funny. Now who wrote that? There was someone wrote that something about like, hey, if, if women were like uh chomping off men's penises, like const like if one out of five men yeah. had their like penis mutilated or something like that
5: Dave.
1: during a sexual... Come on, man.
5: I am stressed out, and I hope I do this right. <laughs> I know. All right, <clears throat> I know. so we're we just ready to go at any time. Thank you, Frank. Right. <laughs> I don't want to do this. All right, here we go. Hi, this is Deanne Smith, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Sirius XM Laugh Attack. That was kind of awesome. I think that was perfect. All right, here we go. Wham! One more time. Hi, this is Deanne Smith, and you're listening to Sirius XM Laugh Attack. That sounded good-ish. Yeah,
1: you got lots of thumbs up. Okay. Perfect. Is that good enough? Thanks. So we'll do the photos after, Dave. All right. We'll just, we're going right, to go right away. So do the eight minutes. We get out of here. So you guys are always here? The are
0: the you going
1: to... S- yeah. That's
5: awesome. Oh, okay. I'm just going to wait put you on know. the
1: other side. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right away. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, and we gotta plug our Canadian Comedy yeah, Award yeah. Uh, nomination. Yep. Oh yeah,
3: that's right. I'm up against her.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're not up against uh oh no you're.
3: I'm up against Deanne.
0: Oh right, you're up against.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Canadian Comedy Award?
3: Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna vote for her. Oh, I'll let's like bring her. that up then.
1: <laughs> now she's not in the room, so Dave won't go off onto uh, lesbian alley.
3: <laughs> I kind of want to go to Lesbian Alley. Again I, with mind <laughs> I know Dave Dave's not loud there anymore. <laughs> Apparently, you just can't watch. You fucking paved it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian Alley.
0: You put up a parking lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. Be, okay let's stop. You let's, just, stop. Okay. I let's stop.
1: Know. Okay, ready? Ready, Frank?